I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Episode four of BLT Bets. No, it's four, Liam. It's got to be four. Or is it three? Four. It's, it's not four, is it? I think it's four. I think it's episode four. It's definitely episode four. All right. Anyways, welcome into the show. We are sponsored or brought to you by Points Bet Canada. If you're in Ontario, they are live. So make sure you go check them out. Um, all right. Let's jump right into this, guys, because last night was a... Uh, Last night was a wild one around the NHL. Like it's been weird how few close games there's been so far in these Stanley Cup playoffs. But last night there was a couple of absolute barn burners. So I know we are itching to talk about the Edmonton Oilers. But did you guys watch that Leafs game too? Yeah, I did. That was it was so good. I I didn't catch it. Whenever I go to my parents' house to watch a hockey game, my dad refuses to watch any team besides the Oilers. So we were watching, <laughs> the, the, we were watching the Blue Jays. <laughs> so yes, main so you, baseball uh, compared to the compared to playoff hockey. I respect that actually. I respect <laughs> it. Your dad's gonna pull in a power move. He's loyal to his team. He loves his Jays. I can't believe that. Like that. Like playoff <laughs> hockey over. <laughs> May baseball every day of the week and you don't even think twice. Although that Jays game, if you're a Jays better like myself, that was that was just heartbreaking. It was a tough one. It was a tough one. The uh we watched until I think I think the Oilers game started before the end of that game ended, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. If I remember. The Oilers so game I didn't started catch like the end of right it. as Judge hit the home run. Yeah. So we turned it over just slightly before that. So we watched the whole Pitcher again ejected from the game, which was outrageous. And there's nothing worse. There's two umpires. Like, so baseball umpires are the worst. Then it's NBA umpires. And then whatever. I don't care about the rest. But those two, like, there's way too much interference from umpires in baseball and basketball games. They influence the game way too much. Yeah, like baseball this year has just been an absolute ump show every second night. Like, it seems like no matter who your favorite team is, like everyone's got beef with the umpires. Everyone's got beef with the baseballs this year's too. It's it's a whole thing in Major League Baseball. Like they can that sport can never seem to get out of their own way. It's ridiculous. Um. All right. Leafs come back. They were plus two forty, I think, early in that first period on the live on the live money or on yeah on the live money line um and they end up doing it they're now up three two on their series against tampa but and like i'm not rooting against the leafs by any means but i don't think they're out of the woods yet like at all like tampa's gonna have a chance on home ice the two-time defending stanley cup champions like i feel like there's this sense right now around the hockey world that like ah it's over the leafs like slayed their playoff dragon because they found a way to win a game that they were losing and they showed some resilience, but it's like, like the lightning are now plus two seventy five to win this series. And I'm kind of like, it's actually maybe not the worst bet in the world. Cause like home game for Tampa. 
who were what 16 and 0 after losing a game in the last two years. Like, and in I, those games, Vasilevsky is like a 1.4 goals <laughs> against average. What was the thing he had last year? Didn't he have four straight shutouts when Tampa could clinch a series? Or was it elimination games last year or something like that? Yeah, it was something. Yeah, you're right. It was the games Tampa clinched the series. He was just like stupid in all of them. Yeah, I think I said this when we did our Stanley Cup preview show, but I just, I hate doubting them. Like there's nothing, I ju- you just never can do it. They're the same guys all the time who are just, who have been there for the last two years winning and I still just don't see them losing this series at all. Despite my bet missing last night of them winning the series by in six, I that's fine by me. I I still I might I might actually play that plus two eighty or whatever you said plus two seventy five. Yeah, seventy five. Um, you're right about Vasilevsky. So last year in the clinching game against Florida, he stopped twenty nine of twenty nine. Clinching game against Carolina, he stopped twenty nine of twenty nine. Clinching game against the Islanders. The Islanders only put up 18 shots, but he stopped them all. And then the Stanley Cup clinching game, he stopped 22 of 22. Like the Lightning are going to be very, very difficult to take out in this series. I'm honestly even kind of looking at Minnesota plus 225. And I'm like, I don't that series is going seven, in my opinion. Watching the Leafs game the last night, though, Vasilevsky didn't like he didn't look as sharp as I was expecting from him last night, especially when they were up, you know. Mm-hmm. They were up. You'd expect him to close it down a little bit, but I, I don't mind that bet at all. If you're gonna if you're gonna bet on somebody to come back and win it in Game Seven, the back to back defending champs probably a reasonable bet. Um, so that game was just nuts, like the lead changes and all that. And then the Oilers game was also just bananas because, like the Leafs, the Oilers decided to not show up for the first twenty minutes of the hockey game, and they got twenty pummeled. minutes. Well, fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Bagmilk, you said you got smoked last night betting on this hockey game. What did you have? Uh, I like, so I didn't have a whole lot left in my account, but I just, I just, I felt like after the game on Sunday that there was no way the Oilers were going to put forward such a mediocre effort. I was like, not two games yeah. in a row. Like I could see one, but like two, come on. So I didn't have very much left in my account. So I just emptied it. I, I put, I had, I, I bet on Connor to score in the first period. Cause I thought he'd be fired up. Ultimately he did score. I had him to score. So that was okay. I kind of evened out there. Uh, I had Oilers to win the first period. That did not work. I had a Oilers Tampa parlay that did not work. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was not a great one for me last night. Ultimately it hurts multiple ways <laughs> in my heart and in my wallet. Did, um, how much did you guys bet on game four? Cause I, that was where I took the hit big yeah. time. Well, that so- was a terrible one. Yeah, game four. Well, there was also the fact that we were down in Los Angeles. Right. Game three was an absolute demolishing. (laughs) So the spirits were pretty high. What did I lose? Uh, Everything. (laughs) You know, I think the only thing I... The only thing I hit, I think, was Kane over three and a half shots, and that barely put a dent in the. I don't know. It was like two hundred bucks or something. I lost. I can't remember how many I bet. I know what I bet, and I know I didn't hit one of them. 
I at least made more than I made at least eight bets on the Oilers game and not one of them hit because I had stuff like Oilers winning regulation, puck line, McDavid to score, McDavid points, McDavid power play points, dry sidle points. I had Hyman to get a point. I dry sidled <laughs> to get a goal. And there you go. I think that's the eight you, I had. You emptied I the clip. Every single one. I was like, oh, wow, that was a massive disaster. And then the next day I was like, oh, I'll just win it all back. And I tried to make all these different parlays. And I made, this probably isn't a good way to promote our show, but I'll say anyway, I made three <laughs> different parlays with four play with each one of them were four. And I hit one out of the entire. So that was that 12 bets I made in within the parlays. The only one I hit was the Roman Yossi shot prop. And the only reason I gained any money that night is because that was the only other bet I made outside of the three parlays was the Roman Yossi shot prop. Ah, the only money two days. Yep. The only money I made on Sunday, like game four, the Oilers wiped me pretty good, but like the only money I made ended up being on F1. So shout out to Max <laughs> for stopping for putting a small dent in the hurt. You know, I also went over four on my F1 because <laughs> Pierre Gasly decided to clean out. It was, it was a horrendous Sunday. Happy mother's day. Not for me, but <laughs> <laughs> I had I so I had Lionel Norris because I think he started like P8 so I had him money to finish top six and I had him to do a group bet which was against like Gasly Hamilton and Russell I think or something like that so Gasly obviously cleaned out Russell and then I also had Mick Schumacher to finish in the points and he was there until like three or four laps left and then decided to crash into his like role model on the, on the grid. And so that was a disaster. And I also had Sonoda to finish in points. And I think he finished, the only person who finished lower than him was, well, the guys who got eliminated and Latifi, which is never good when that's the only person you see in your rearview mirror. Yeah, I uh, also had uh, another one that I lost on Sunday was I had Sabettle uh, to finish top 10 mm. and then he gets taken out right towards the end of the race. That that not only hurt me on my actual bet, it also hurt me in my DraftKings. So it was just a <laughs> very, very special Sunday. Again, oh, yeah. shout out to... I don't know how though. I honestly, we got... I got Max Verstappen to win at plus 200. I couldn't believe it was there. And that was the only thing that saved me from getting wiped out on the day. It's crazy that that's a stat because, so what is it now? I think the five races in five to six, whatever it is. And he's won every single race he's finished. So I think, I think he's won four and there's Mm -hmm. been, and he's missed two or three or or something like that. And he's won every single one that he's finished the race in. That's unbelievable. he started P3 after qualifying. And then I look, I'm like, Max Verstappen a win at plus 200. And then immediately off the jump, he flies up to second. I was just like, I'm looking like money in the bank here. Yeah. And then he just, if it wasn't for the safety car, he would have won cleanly. If it wasn't it for the no safety car, he would have been just casually cruising with uh, the pit bull turned up in Miami. <laughs> A little Will Smith playing. <laughs> yeah, a little Flow Rider. My house. Come on. Uh all in all, it was an ugly week. Yeah. But happy Mother's Day again. Yep. Shout What's coming up next for F1? They don't uh, have a race this weekend. Yeah, yeah. two week, an- 
not for another two weeks. So they're moving to Spain in two weeks. So we got a weekend off from the F1 bets. There's uh, such a weird schedule though. I don't like it. But anyway, Max Verstappen's plus 100 even money to win. So if you want to jump on top of that soon, there you go. Oh, and I also actually you know what another one I hit now that I'm thinking about it. On the episode, I bet George Russell to beat Lewis Hamilton in the head-to-head. Mm-hmm. And he also did that. Dead. It's been unreal. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy with that. Other than that, though, I'm not happy about anything. No. Uh, I'm just living under a black cloud of constant rain. So what was this was an interesting thing that I wanted to bring up. So game three of that Oilers series, they win big. And I bet on them to win and I bet on them to cover the puck line. And then I looked at my account and I was like, oh, my God, I missed on every single prop I bet. I had Ryan McLeod shots, Kane shots, uh, McDavid shots, dry sidle shots. And then I had, I think it was like dry or McDavid to go over two and a half points too. And like every prop I wagered on, I lost. So it was weird in game three, <laughs> the Oilers won big and I still lost money. What was interesting about last night is that the things I went heaviest on betting wise were Oilers over three and a half goals. Cause I sat there and I looked, I was like, okay, dog shit value on the money line, minus two thirty, not touching it. I had a hunch the game was going to be tight and potentially go to overtime. So I was like, I really don't want to bet on them to win in regulation either. But I saw over three and a half goals was paying like minus 120. And I was like, oh, it's OT was included in the total. So I was like, this is actually a good spot because if it goes to OT tied at three, I still have a chance to win and I'm getting way better value than on the money line. And if the Oilers smoke them, which I kind of thought maybe they would as well, I was like, you know, it's either going to OT or the Oilers are smoking them. I was like, they're not losing big in regulation again. Um, I felt like over three and a half covered me. So I nailed that. And then I went pretty heavy on McDavid to score and McDavid over two and a half points. So I go and I also did the McDavid shot prop. Um, so I go and I look at it after and I'm like depressed because the Oilers lost. But then I was kind of like, oh, I actually I, I won money tonight. So it was weird how in game three, they smoke the Kings. I lose money. Game five, they lose an OT. I somehow win money, even though I only bet on like Oilers stuff to happen. Weird how that works sometimes. Yeah. Whereas, whereas game three, I won a bunch of money because the Oilers smoked them. I was pretty heavy on that night. Lost it all on Sunday and then finished the job last night. So very, very, very thrilled with myself. <sighs> that is your betting with your heart segment for this week on BLT bets. <laughs> It's always smart. Betting with my brain isn't even working right now, though. Like I'm looking <laughs> back at the series bets. Like I bet on Boston to win. Okay, they're going to be on the ropes tomorrow night. The Rangers, who I went heaviest on, they're on the ropes tonight. I parlayed the Panthers and Flames to win their series in six or sooner. And that paid out like plus 177. And I was like, Panthers and Flames Dal- against Dallas and Washington? That's a walk. That's a cakewalk for those two. Granted, it could still hit, but it would require each of them winning the next two games in their series. It's just, I mean, we know this. And I even said this on the playoff preview show. I was like, every year you look at the matchups, you look at the data and the playoffs just spit in your face. Like it doesn't even matter. And it's happening again this year because there's a lot of shit going on that I am stunned by. Actually, I'm looking through my account right now. The only thing I hit on last night Outside, so it wasn't a total clean sweep. Uh, I've got Leon Drysaddle over one and a half points at plus one thirty-five. That's the only thing I hit. <laughs> it's uh, I've got a cup of coffee waiting for me in there. <laughs> I had a, I had a couple hit last night, but uh, 
Tyler, to your point, too, the only the only season, the only series bet I have alive still is uh, Tampa Bay to win. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Sorry, sorry. I had to, I also have the Rangers to win the series, which yeah is pretty much dead in the water too. I could cash out right now for five bucks. Maybe, maybe I'll do that and put it back on the Rangers to win the series. <laughs> Women hold back for, for no reason at all. I'm just going to do that. Uh, yeah, I just it's been wildly unpredictable. The one thing, and this is a trend that I find interesting. Usually, when you think of like Stanley Cup playoffs action, tight, low scoring games, right? This, for whatever reason, a ton of blowouts. And the over is hitting at like an unreal clip. So I think they're starting to adjust a little bit. But if you would have gone in and just taken over six goals, six goals even in every game so far in the postseason, granted, some of the payouts wouldn't have been great on that when you go to just exactly over six and not six and a half. But still, you would have 20 wins, eight losses and eight pushes so far. If you would have bet over six and a half, you would be 20 and 16 on the playoffs as well. And you would have had some good payouts on the over six and a half there too. I, I can't believe how high scoring a bunch of these games are. And it makes me in a way want to just start blanket betting every over for the rest of the first round, just because I think it won't stop. I did that yesterday. You just bet every with, over. I so the first two games. I bet the over, I didn't do it for the Oilers game. Cause I, I wasn't sure, but for the Boston game, I bet the over and I got it. So I missed it like when the game started. So I got it at five and a half at minus 120. So that was good. And then I hit the Toronto Tampa Bay over right after that. So I got both of those. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's kind of interesting. I never, I never thought about it, but uh, what's the commentator for the Maple Leafs called? Chris Cuthbert. Yeah, that guy. So in game one, he was saying how, because that series has just been a parade to the box, the entire series, every game, it seems like it's just guy after guy after guy. And he was saying the penalties in the playoffs, there's more penalties averaged in the playoffs than in the regular season, which kind of seems weird because you'd think they just play, but I guess it's probably because they play so much more aggressively that so much more is like go, right? That they eventually just called guys. So I think that's a big reason why we're seeing more and more goal scored because there's more power play opportunities, right? So yeah, like I think I think hitting the over in almost every game now might be a bit of a might be the play for a lot of them anyway. Cause it's has there really been one series that's kind of like I guess Dallas and Calgary has been the only one that's kind of struggled to hit the over consistently, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um every other series for the most part has been hitting the over. And even Calgary has the one push in their series too. Uh, I'm just looking right now, like a series by series breakdown of the over unders. Um, and of course it's just loading incredibly slowly here, but uh, then I'll make this point then because I just pulled up the numbers for this too. You mentioned power play opportunities. So in the regular season this year, the Colorado avalanche led the NHL in power play opportunities per game at 3.4. That was first place in the NHL. If you go to the playoffs now, there are, 12 teams averaging 3.4 or more. It's the Oilers at 3.4 and then it goes all the way up. Like the top teams, Tampa Bay is averaging 5.6 power play opportunities per game, 2.2 more than the highest team in the regular season. Carolina's at 5.4 Boston's at five Boston or Toronto's at 4.8. Those series, Tampa, 
Toronto, Carolina, Boston. I think you just you take the over on game six because, you know, there's going to be a shitload of power plays. Yeah, I think that's what you got to do. I'm just looking now. The only the only series right now on the box that isn't six is the Calgary one. But yeah, all of them. The over is a favorite in all of them for the next two days besides the um, outside of Calgary is Carolina, Boston, but that one's been hitting super consistently as well. So I just don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of money to be made in those areas of it. Um, I guess the question I have for tonight is, do you think, so, so New York and Pittsburgh is the only elimination game tonight, just yeah. to kind of go into that one. Does it end tonight? Like Pittsburgh on the money line right now is plus 115 with the Rangers at minus 135. I'm taking the Rangers in regulation, I think, is one of my bets. I I really like them. Um, Maybe it's just me being blinded by my pre-series analysis. And the Rangers have been dog shit. But I just look at it as the Rangers were so good against Pittsburgh in the regular season. And now they've been so bad for this stretch. And Shesterkin, so good. Best goalie in the league in the regular season. So bad in this series that I just think there's... You're due. You're due for one game where you are not complete <laughs> dog shit. And that's why well, I'm betting gambler, on the That's the old gambler's fallacy, you know? This time it'll hit. This time it'll be red. Uh, I, I just wait. can't see that. the Rangers being that bad again. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. sense. But None of it makes are. sense. Yep. <laughs> yep. If you had to like, even going back to the other series, if you told me Edmonton was going to be three, two going back to LA in game six, I wouldn't have believed. Yeah. Especially when you look at how the goalies have played, right? Like Smith is nine forty, and quick is like in the eight hundreds high, like eight ninety five or something like that. Like if you would have showed me just those stats at the beginning of the series, I would have been like, yeah, Oilers swept him. It's over already. <sighs> and on it the sounds. other hand, if you would have told me that the, the Pittsburgh Penguins <laughs> were playing Louis Domingue for how many games, <laughs> I would have also told you to go to hell. There's no way the Penguins win that series. But somehow Louis Domingue, a guy who played two NHL games this season, is somehow lights out in the playoffs. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's that spicy pork he had in the intermission of uh, the first OT there when he popped in, you know, powered him through as it turns out. I can't believe that, honestly. Like, to have Louis Domingue outdueling Shesterkin makes zero sense in any universe, but that's what's happening right now. And it, like, I don't even know what to say about it. Like if you're looking, if you're a bracket person, I'd love to know what everybody's brackets look like because mine is demolished already. Well, yeah, has a chance yeah. to be demolished already. Yeah, because the most obvious series, like we all got the Colorado series right. Like we all had Colorado moving on. Yes. <laughs> we didn't even get a chance to talk about uh, how the odds ended up before they turned them off on us. They were at minus <laughs> 5,000 at one point. <laughs> it was minus 3,000 when we recorded the last show. Did Tyler wasn't when we were in LA, didn't we look it was minus 10,000? It was something stupid like that. And then we looked like an hour later and they yanked it. They were like, yeah, no one's, you're, you're all done. <laughs> uh, so, so disrespectful. Yeah, that's um, so I guess a question I have for you guys, if the series that is remaining right now, so I'll read them quickly. 
So Boston's plus 280 over Carolina to come back. The Oilers are plus 150 to come back over the Kings. Wilder plus 230. Lightning plus 275. Dallas plus 205. Rangers plus 475. And Washington plus 250. Which of those do you think is one that you would hit? So maybe I'm just a homer, but I just like the Oilers winning two straight against the Kings isn't unreasonable to me. It's not because they steamrolled them for two games earlier in this series. Right. And the games the Oilers are losing, they're playing so terribly. They're losing them because they're losing them. It's Mm -hmm. not like LA is just so good. Like last night, I I look at it. Zach Cassian tied the game early in the second period. And then immediately LA gets a, just a garbage goal. Mm -hmm. Like, that was completely avoidable. The turnover sucked. The, the the lack of a save sucked. It's just they're shooting themselves in the foot in new and creative ways. So if I I know it sounds like a homer, but like I can see the Oilers beating LA two games in a row. I I could too. And I think that's why they have the best odds to come back, I guess. Plus one fifty. The next closest is funnily enough, Dallas. Uh, plus 205 to win. But I guess that series is tied at two, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why they're there. But I think I would do St. Louis, uh, sorry, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, plus 230 for a team that is probably good enough to win the Stanley Cup. It's too bad they're playing a team that's probably good enough to win the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. two right now. But I think I would go Minnesota plus 230. But I think the second would be the Oilers for me. Then probably the Lightning. So let me propose to you an opposing strategy to just betting on the Oilers to win the series. Oilers plus 170 is what we have them at to win the series or plus 150? 150. Okay, so that means a $100 wager would turn into $250 if they win the series, right? Yes. In game six, the Oilers are opening up as plus 114 to win in regulation. So it's riskier because they need to win in regulation in game six. But if you were to put $100 on that, it would turn into 214. So you're already almost there with that value. And then what you could do is just for game seven, you take your $214 profit. Let's say the line shifts to what it was in game five, which would have been Oilers minus 139 in regulation. You take that 215 that you now have, you just bet it on them to win straight up in game seven. And now you're at 370. So same investment. The little risk of, yes, they need to win game six in regulation, but you're winning yourself an extra $120 there. Hmm? It wouldn't be gambling without the risk. Well, like, yeah, if they, you're, you'll be kicking yourself <laughs> if they win an OT in game six and then win game seven and you'd be like, shit, I should have just bet on them to win the series. But I think for just eating that little tiny risk of like, if, if they, they're going to have to win game six, why not bet on them to win it in regulation, roll the money over, bang, more profit. I respect you, Tyler. I like the way you think. I appreciate you because this is what I need right now. <laughs> what did you say How Minnesota was? Plus 230. So even that. So if they're plus 230, your $100 is going to turn into 330, right? Yes. Yes. If you just put a I, I have them right here on the money line in game six at minus 102. So pretty much even money here. 100 into 198 and then you could take that 198 let's say they're 
even money again, and you're going to roll that over into more money. Even if they're bigger favorites, you're still going to be up money. So I do think you need to do the math. If you're looking at any of these teams you want to bet on to come back and win the series, you might just be better off betting them in one game and just rolling over the profits into game two and betting them or into game seven and betting on them in game seven again. Like the lightning are the lightning going to be favorites. They are favorites. Hey, ah. if they were dogs, that would have yeah. been an interesting strategy. Boston. If you're thinking of betting on Boston, that's a great example too. You can get them at plus one thirty to win in regulation. Like why not? Wow. Wow. What do you, what do you think of that series? Do you think that's done? I know the home team has won every game. The home so teams say the home teams covered the puck line in every single game. Five one, Ooh. five two, four two, five two, five one. Well, Boston on the puck line is plus one ninety on mine. Yeah, I got yeah. them. At, yeah, plus one ninety five. <laughs> They've covered every game. For a team that couldn't score against Carolina, they've sure done a good job of scoring against Carolina. Yeah, all season. <laughs> but that's the thing, you go back to the regular season, Carolina blew them out every game. These two teams are incapable of playing close hockey games. Just one team is going to pump the other team and then it's game over. I like that. So the over and Boston puck line tomorrow is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I also, you know what I like, I, I, the flames are, there's no doubt the flames are a good team, but I'm also kind of eyeballing stars money line at plus plus one eighty five. This series has been really close throughout. And I know the last couple of games were, had a little bit of spread on the end. Um, but Dallas is playing them really tough. I might just give a little dabble of my 33 cents that I have left available, you know? So you mentioned that like you took some money out of your account. So you do well, you take money out of your account and then you bet the remainder of your balance on the Oilers lost it all. Is there anything worse than the deposit of shame when you do that? Because I've been bit by that before. We were like, ah, nice. I got like a little bit more than I need in here. I'm going to pull some out, get some money back in my bank account. And then you have a couple bad days and you're like, and here we go again. Deposit. (laughs) It goes right back in. So uh, maybe I'll just leave that in my uh, my my checking account available for when that deposit of shame is called upon. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's coming. Um, I did, we didn't talk about this on the last pod, but bag milk, you, we, Jay and I convinced you to download DraftKings while we were in LA and you yeah. had quite the stroke of luck on your first DraftKings contest. Yeah. I finished third place overall in my first ever DraftKings contest and I won 200 bucks us. It was like, I went really heavy on the Oilers and that was in game three. And everything I did in there went right. Like had, I think maybe, I think maybe William Nylander done a little bit more in Toronto. I had a legitimate chance of winning. And honestly on DraftKings uh, for F1 on Sunday, I was doing really well again until Sebastian Vettel got knocked out and I could just see him plummeting from near, (laughs) near the points all the way down. I was just like, Oh no. (laughs) So I DraftKings has actually been decent for me. And uh, maybe that's the opportunity I have to win it all back. DraftKings is very feast or famine. Like you are, you're either on a heater where you're cashing everything and you win a couple big contests and it's like, hell yeah, I'm pulling out like hundreds of dollars this month. Or there's a month where you just get the shit pumped out of you and there's just nothing. It's terrible. Yep. Yep. But that's, uh, as Liam says, that's uh, for the love of the game, you know? Yeah, for the love of why we're doing it. Uh, All right. We are uh, getting close to the 30 minute mark here as we do. So should we wrap up? Oh, no, I wanted to share this. So on the Oilers Nation pregame show the other day, 
I was like, hey, I uh, I have a funny feeling this game's going to OT. And I said it on one of my radio hits with TSN as well. And then I said it again on Oilers Nation Radio where I was like, a game's going to overtime right away. So I wanted to give some love to Chris Yu, who DM'd me on Instagram. And he said he heard me say that I thought the game was going to OT. And he put $200 on the game to go to overtime. And it paid out 730 bucks. Wow. Aggressive. Wow, that is amazing. I love that. I love that. That is a hefty bet, but damn. That is a, that he's got stones of steel in that one. I, I respect it. I respect it. Oh, I, I, he damn that me and I just straight up couldn't believe it. It was crazy. Um, also, mm. he, we have uh, a student from Nate, Gavin Turnick, who I uh, to talk about him too. So he, he's a big time better. We should almost have him on the pod to talk about this stuff. And he's always posting his parlays on Twitter. And yesterday he had Kaprizov to score two or more. And then McDavid to score two or more $10 into 600. Can you imagine? Like I would have been shitting my pants going into OT being like, all I need is a McDavid goal. And this is going to cash. And McDavid was on fire last night too. It was the only reason that game went to overtime. Oh, yeah. The only reason. He, the only reason. He basically just said, okay, I guess I have to do this myself. And he basically did. He was like Thanos. But he was like Thanos. McThanos. He, he needs that one last one. <laughs> one last jewel. Uh, and the Kings will be vanquished. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap up by uh, building our sandwich for this episode. I'm going to open it up and say we can do, because I'm just looking, the, the lines are open for Thursday night as well. So Wednesday or Thursday, bet uh, any of the games. I guess you could go to a different sport outside of hockey as well, but I would imagine right now playoffs were all pretty dialed into the NHL. Um, so what are we doing here? What's What do we got? Who's got a pick? I got uh, Panthers puck line plus 110 like points it. bet right now. I'm going to put that as my leg of the sandwich. And I will go with the Golden State Warriors at minus 170 on the money line tonight. Straight up money line. We're not getting greasy. Should we? Should we make it a sloppy sandwich? <laughs> a sloppy BLT? <laughs> well, like if you take a minus two and a half, it's my, you get all the way down to minus 135. Yeah, I've. You want to do that then? Let's do that. Minus two and a half. I don't mean to influence um, you. No, it's fine. I think they'll smoke them. They don't have John Moran. Memphis oh, yeah. doesn't have their best player, and this line is still pretty good. Yeah. So I'll do. I'll do that. Okay. So we got Panthers on the puck line. Golden State minus two and a half. Oh boy. Oh boy. What do I do? The pressure's on me here because I fucked up our last one. We, you guys both nailed yours and then I needed, or we needed Colorado to win the first period to complete it. And they went up one, nothing early. And then Nashville scored. Oh, and I was pissed. With like a minute left. I know. Liam, you should have seen Tyler pacing around our hotel room, watching it. And just like the intensity on his face as he was looking <laughs> to just enjoy a delicious sandwich was, it was there. But unfortunately, it was not. Lucy, Lucy pulled the football on him. <laughs> so I am going to stick with tonight's games. And this was uh, one of my daily face-off plays. But I'm going to go with Matthew Kachuk to get an assist in the Flames Stars. He's hit this in three of four so far in the playoffs. And he hit it in five of seven down the stretch in the regular season. So Yuremchuk math. He's hit it in eight of his last 11 games. 
I think plus 100 for something that's happened in eight of the last 11 games is good enough. So we are going Panthers puck line, Golden State Warriors minus two and a half, Matt Kachuk to get an assist. That pays out plus 631. (laughs) It's a juicy one, boys. That is a very juicy sandwich. A lot of tomato on that. And one one last thing quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh So I just found these and I just wanted to touch it super quick. Penguins tonight, if they win in five, is plus 115. And to win in six is plus 225. I think that's pretty good. Just going to throw that out there as we end the show. Win in six? Either. Like, I think six is more likely to win, to go back on home ice and win it in yeah. six. Yeah. And even like, even for either of the teams to go to seven, it's plus 550 for Pittsburgh, plus 475 for the Rangers. There's a lot of juice there. That is juicy. That is juicy. I also, I think I'm going Rangers and reg tonight. It's paying out pretty good. It's plus 129. So maybe like unit on them in reg, half a unit on the puck line and just try to hope that I can make back some of the money that I lost from betting on this godforsaken team to win the first round. <laughs> All right. I'm pulling for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I really do appreciate the support we give each other on the pod. Um, next week or whenever we do the next one, because maybe we should do one right when round one of the playoffs ends. We can talk about the round two ones. Um, send us a DM. Send me a DM. And uh Got any beginner questions? If you got any sweet parlays, any trends you're picking up on that are working out well, hit us up. Your predictions Your for predictions. the second round. Predictions for the second round. We could definitely do some listener predictions for round two as well. Um, all right. That's going to be a wrap though. Boys, enjoy. Let's, uh, let's hope this sandwich tastes good tonight. Let's win some money, boys. Got to get it back. Yes, sir.